When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Crisis alert. Crisis alert. Do it each week. Let's get through the worst. Gas is starting to leak. Wiggler and Jazz carrying on. Meet up to pass or fail Greendale when the showrunner's gone. The brightest timeline still has cloudy Yeah, that's right, everybody. It's community building here on Post Show Recaps, talking about Season 4, Episode 9, Intro to Felt Surrogacy, as well as Season 4, Episode 10, Intro to Knots. I'm Josh Wiggler, and you know who is not into Intro to Felt Surrogacy? It's my co-host, Jess Sterling. I hate it. Rubber flubbing <laughs> is a real problem, Josh. Yeah, it's a problem. It's an issue. Have you, mm-hmm. you just like you've never like felt anything before? You just never felt like uh, any like charity towards a puppet before in your life, Jesse? You just automatically hate them. I don't hate the puppets. I hate yeah. I hate the episode by proxy. I hate the puppets because they sing and dance, and I really don't. Is like it the that. singing and dancing that's the issue? It doesn't for you? help. It yeah. definitely does not. It it's all. I think the thing is, is it's all mm. bad, and it yeah. stacks on top of each other. Yeah. I don't think it's all bad. Uh, maybe hot take. I don't think it's all bad. But you know what I know is definitely all good. It's our guest on community building this week, returning to the podcast for the first time since. And what was your last episode that you were on? I don't know. So, sometime in season one. Eh, it's been, been a minute. Been a it's minute. been a minute, but we are thrilled <laughs> to bring him back through the bean pneumatic tubes, as we like to say, on Down the Hatch. It's the great Ben Tao. Ben, welcome back. Hey, great to be back. Um, this is a really weird episode of Glee, right? I feel like <laughs> real tough. Um, for a show that bags on Glee so much, you would think that they would do a lot less singing, yeah, right? This is because the the person who is really bagging on Glee is no longer in the building. Like it almost feels like this is like the most passive aggressive episode from the new creators of Community. Maybe it's like this is the least Dan Harmon episode of the show that I've encountered thus far. It feels like an attack. 
Yeah. yeah. You want to hear something great that uh, one and only amazing listener of the podcast, April, sent in some feedback saying, apparently in an unexpected conclusion to the one-sided community Glee feud, about seven months after this aired, Glee had an episode featuring puppets. Which <laughs> being not good. That was the result of a character's hallucination brought on by a gas leak. Um, you can't make this stuff up. That is also a shot. That's a shot. That's yeah, a shot. I, I feel like the wrong, that was the wrong takeaway for, from this. They're like, we're just going to lean in more to puppets, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. I happen to love puppets, just generally speaking. I'm a pro puppet podcaster. We're into it. We like to see felt on our TV screens here, folks. I don't really uh, like the feeling of felt, though. You don't mm. like it? Not really. Like, I feel like velvet is the worst to me, but like felt isn't that great either. Yeah. Um, okay. But let's talk turkey here. <laughs> that, was such a, that was such a bummer of a trend. You're like, all right, fine, okay, let's do yeah, it. Sure. Yeah, no, because we might as well. We're, we're, we're being nice, and we're and, and our gloves are on, and we're tap dancing, and that happens sometimes in musical episodes, right? Whoa. Sometimes you tap dance, tip top toes. Let's stop. Let's stop. Uh, as they say on Lost, I believe it is Mikhail Bakunin who says, why do we continue to play the silly game when we all know it has moved to the next stage? And he flips a table over and he fights Saeed, and that's what we got to do right now because you are all out on intro to felt surrogacy, and it is nowhere near as bad as you think. And I'm going to defend intro to felt surrogacy today, and I'm ready. If I get fired from community building today, folks... I will die on this hill. I will die in the hot air balloon. This ain't it. This is not the worst episode of Community, and that is a wild take to me. I think it is an insane take to fully zero out intro to felt surrogacy. That's my opening silo. Jess, this is your least favorite episode of Community. You have the floor. It is. It's terrible, and I'll tell you why. A lot of people hate the Doctor Who episode, right? And I get it. It's so Meh. And some people are like, apathy is the worst thing you could possibly have. Mm-hmm. Nay, no, is what I say to that. This episode actively ruins the characters they spent three and a half seasons mm. building up. It has these storylines of these secrets that are so out of character and out of left field, all coded in this sickly puppet musical nonsense that they put us through where they sing talk half the episode and they bring on Jason Alexander and Sarah Barry Ellis as we're supposed to be like oh great more guest stars Mm -hmm. more guest stars for us to love they put Jason Alexander in a fabulous toupee though I can't and they make a comment about it and can you can you can with Jason Alexander's toupee I, I love it, honestly. I've been rewatching Seinfeld a lot lately, so anything that he's involved in, um, I will take it where I can get it. Dunstan um, checks in. Mm, maybe go back and yeah, give, my, everybody go back and give Dunstan checks in another look. I'd be yeah, curious to get everyone's thoughts. I, I've that. heard Robin Akiva de- yeah. defend that one from yeah. from time to time, but yeah. you know, it's it's weird. They made a comment about about the toupee look within the, within the show. <laughs> like Jason Alexander rocks a mean toupee. I feel like he's like very good in the toupee game. Um, Ben, is this really the worst episode of Community of all time, Intro to Felt Surrogacy? Is it really? Is it's not, it? It's not good. I, it's I, not I don't good. Think it's, I don't think it's good. Um, no, it's like it, it's more. It's more bad than good for sure. 
I oh, will oh, say. I, someone pull that quote right now. So when we get into the episode ratings, we oh, can talk about that. Oh, you it's think, more bad than good. You you think I'm not prepared for for you to clip that out? Shall I just get ahead of this? Uh, let's do this. Yeah, tell the people what you because rated this episode as. Here's what happens when you. So some people might be showing up to community building for the first time. It's a possibility. Uh, it's possible. <laughs> what a, what a choice. It could be them. It's, yeah. It, it's possible. <laughs> you know, this is a podcast that drops early for the patrons of Post Show Recaps. Also records live for the patrons mm. of Post Show Recaps. Should you choose to become one, patreoncom slash Post show recaps is a place that you can sign up to watch episodes of community building live. When we record it on Wednesdays, uh, we post them early for the patrons as well. So you can listen early access and then we post them on Saturdays in the main feed. And if that's you, well, happy Christmas Eve, because that's the day that this podcast is indeed dropping. And if you are experiencing community building for the first time, we're rewatching community. It's Jess's 100th time going through community. This is my first. I've never been through community before. I've no idea what's ahead other than a few light spoilers. Some of them are kind of heavy spoilers, but I don't really know the specifics of them. I'm encountering the show for round one. And as we go through the podcast, as we go through episode by episode, we have rating systems where we give out Dean's List points for guest stars. We give Meow Meow Beans, which I kind of actually know what they are. But we give out points to the characters from a scale of zero to five Meow Meow Beans. Uh, and we also rate the episodes on a uh, scale of cool, 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 zero to four. I get a chance to see what my fellow co-hosts are grading before the podcast, as do the co-hosts get to see my grades. And I feel like we should all just get in the boat together. Let's all hop in the hot air balloon right now. We typically save these for the ends of the podcast, but I think the stakes are high, and let's raise them a little bit. Jess and Ben have zeroed out every single possible category that you can possibly zero out where it comes to intro to felt surrogacy. And I find that absurd. Actually, I find that to to be a lunatic take. Not to um actually you, but I'm going to. There is a single character I did not give zero. (laughs) And same on my end as well. Okay, Uh, you're very very close. You're very close. Uh, We get a we get a negative 10, actually, uh, on on one character from uh, a a co-host who is who is hopping on uh, our guest, Ben, being very bold. I appreciate it. And a half point to Annie because, of course, from Jess Sterling, obviously. There's one line and that's the reason she gets the half point. Fair Mm. enough. Uh, But flat zeros for the grade for the episode. I think that there are some things that are worth, uh, you know, giving some points to in this episode. I think that there are things that are not so horrific. I think there are some moments that, indeed, there was one that made the great Emily Fox laugh really loud for a sustained period of time. It is not all trash. And because you have zeroed out everything, what am I supposed to do? other than be the exact opposite end of the scale and enter this discussion with a full four cools for intro to felt surrogacy. There must be balance to all things, and I'm willing to come down to a much more reasonable place than the four. But if you aren't willing to come up from the zero, then we are stuck in the situation that we're in (laughs) because my score has some weight to it in the final accounting of the community building scores. And I am not going to let two zeros and then the natural like two or 1.8 that this deserves be ignored in the avalanche of the two zeros that the two of you have unjustly brought onto the puppet episode. I'll have you know, uh, 
the audience also has submitted in zeros. Mm-hmm. So of we course. are not the only zeros in the world. There you are. Have, you have waited no. You have We're just vessels for the people, you know? We like, are, you know, you they know, speak through us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are. We are vessels for the I couldn't have said it better myself. Vessels mm-hmm. for the people is yes. what we are. Yes. We speak I represent, for the people. I represent a different kind of people. <laughs> the really darkest do. timeline. Yes. Yeah. The chain. I come of with the my world. felt goatee on my face here uh as uh, i just don't think it's a zero it's just obviously not a zero to me i guess it's a zero to you and that's fine but as long as you have the weighted scores that you do i can't abide it i have to put my hand as hard as i can on the other side of the seesaw and i'm gonna give them a four i'm gonna give everybody except for pierce the five meow meow beans and pierce even though he's probably the one who makes me crack up the most in this episode is gonna get zero because i'll never give him a meow meow bean again but i have to do what i have to do here jess and it's not to agitate you at least not entirely it's (laughs) also because i think some justice must be served on behalf of the puppets the funniest thing to me about the because the obviously the ratings do matter of the the episode cools right uh the funny thing to me about the meow meow beans is by giving like they very much do <laughs> by giving everyone five meow meow beans you've also essentially given them none Basically. because they're all gonna eat it's all, they're all even they yeah. all just went up five except well you here. also I'm, yeah i mean i think uh they actually it's basically negative five if you've zeroed out just about everybody i think right isn't that ben is that how math works yeah i think so i mean you know i i'm, I'm no mathematician is that um, math correctly? I, I mean I look and so. you know i'm just trying to tank pierce's score here i'll, I'll spoil my my negative 10 here yeah. Um, and just say the only reason why why he is not a zero is because I'm so mad that he lied about Eartha Kit. Mm-hmm. Every episode that I've been on, it's come up. And yes. he just completely lied about it, obviously. Yeah. Ugh, yes. Terrible. I just want to be very clear. My four does not represent that I think that this episode is worthy of a four. I think it's like a, it's like a two or a little bit worse. Uh, it's like a two or a little bit worse. It's not hyper offensive. I cannot be super mad at puppet Joel McHale having like an operatable eyebrow. Like there are things about the puppetry that I think are actually pretty good. Uh, I don't hate the first two songs. The last song is trash. The secret song is bad and the secret stuff isn't good. And I will grant you that a hundred percent. The Eartha Kid thing still cracks me up, and indeed destroyed Emily. Fox so mad, that is uh, so mad about it. Utterly obliterated. Well, it obliterated her because she didn't understand the joke and she didn't understand what he was saying. But the 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 high octaved Chevy Chase singing uh, while he was on a bathroom break uh, destroyed my wife today. Uh, she thought it was absolutely delightful. Uh, so it's just not. That awful for me. It's it's and I have to counterbalance it. Offensive as an episode of Community, and uh, it's funny because we we covered this back back in the day. Uh, we covered this on the patron only podcast before we went legit, before we covered everything. Yeah. Uh, this before was the we went last pro, we went pro league community <laughs> pro. podcast. Yeah. Uh, and this is the, this was like one of the last episodes we covered. We covered it with the amazing Dr. Amanda of yes. white Lotus fame. Uh, and it was very funny. Also because... a, an instrumental part of the creative team that makes severance possible. Of course. Yes. yes. Uh, and it was very funny because everything I said two years ago, I still very much stand behind. I did see a comment that Jess made today in the post show recaps patron discord that she re-listened to our coverage of intro to felt surrogacy. I believe mm-hmm. your quote was, I love past me. I really do. <laughs> I love past me. I really do. She's, she's so smart. Past, and present, and right. future Jess Sterling is an icon. Let's just mm. get that out of the way. Uh, <laughs> 
I just got to do what I got to do. Uh, and you know how you know how I do. And this is how mm-hmm. I got to do here as we're going to enter the felt surrogacy. And then to turn our sights on the Christmas episode, it's fine. Uh, yeah. It's a fine episode of TV. I end up giving it a higher score than it actually appears. And I was kind of uh, insulted by the score that I ultimately had to give it uh, for uh, narrative reasons. I would have gone a little lower than I ultimately go. But that episode is it's totally fine. It's like a passable, serviceable bottom tier community Christmas episode for sure. But tis the season to be giving. Yeah. Hmm. It's the thing is is what upsets me most about the Christmas episode and we'll get into it a little bit more when we talk in full about it is that like I am I'm primed, right? I it is it is not only the holiday season like legitimately right now, yeah. but in general, I could watch a Christmas episode in 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 like the summer and mm-hmm. I would love it. And yet, I was there. I was so mad on this episode. I was like, "You, you have all the ingredients. There's everything. There's nutmeg. There's cinnamon. There's Christmas cookies. There's everything." And yet, it's still so bad. It's got a pretty uh, great turn from the legendary actor Malcolm McDowell. I will say he really goes for it. I think that he is uh, a tied up, uh, but not really tied up. Malcolm McDowell yeah. uh, is a is a look that I enjoy, Ben. Yeah, I, I have like two very minor grievances with this episode that have no bearing on like how I feel about it. But one, how about the fact that it's a Christmas episode and it airs in April? the season was supposed to air sooner and so it would have timed correctly with all the holidays that they do cover like mm-hmm. Christmas, you know christmas yeah. halloween and, and thanksgiving uh, I, but then it got pushed and so now it's it's just so yeah it, you know it's, you know tv scheduling is tough but what like it, it's still egregious like community is in such a volatile space at this moment in time mm-hmm. that maybe like they should plan for the fact that like something is going to occur and let's not make a holiday dependent episode of tv Especially because I mean, like you know, they don't they they do so many holiday episodes, but yeah. like and and then to make some to make one that's just this mid, I feel like yeah. it is is egregious. See, this is where I just so disagree with what you just said, Josh. No, give me more holiday episodes. <laughs> Only because holiday episodes. Here's the thing. Yeah. All right. I've, I'm the covering... next step is I need to get on to uh, petition.org, change.org, make a petition. <laughs> we need we need uh, like multiple international puppet days. Multiple no. international hot air balloon days. Here we go. Now we're talking. And at least one international puppet singing and dancing holiday as well. Listen, making up your whole like Turn making up your own holidays. holidays. We get yeah. on board. Making up your own holidays is great. Um I actually I've actually done this myself. Um I I get an email every February from my gym. Um, uh-huh. I go to Crunch Gym in New York. Yeah. And I have a joke with like all of my friends. And this year I'm throwing like a big, a big bash for it. Uh, it says happy crunch anniversary. Crunchiversary? So, yeah. And so I'm big time make your own holidays. You, you know, eat crunchy there's no... food? What do you do? Is it an Ooh. earthy crunchy kind of day? Yeah, I think it's more of like an earthy crunchy, yeah. you know, be one with the earth in yeah. the middle of February. Eat granola. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, like Birkenstocks, whole nine I can yards. Get into that. This is sort of like a pre-Earth Day. Is what yeah. It well, like. and I have beef with Earth Day because it's the day before my birthday. You shouldn't have beef yeah. on Earth Day. Yeah. Beef is bad for the earth. <laughs> that's what they that's what they tell me. Methane. Uh... Yeah. 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 <laughs> Methane could fuel that hot air balloon, I'm sure. God, what uh, a bad activity, huh? Not, like a group what, hot activity? Air yeah, yeah, that's all I thought about the I whole time. Also, how did it even get up in the air? They didn't even pull the thingy that breaks the hot air and then it goes up. Well, uh, you see, they're puppets. Uh, uh, and the physics yeah, are not to be trusted dumb. in the puppet episode. Stupid. Hot air balloon, yeah. I am out personally on like taking a hot air balloon ride. It's you not could pre- die. 
you certainly could die during a lot of activities, but I'd be quite afraid of the hot air balloon. Yeah, I did do it once as a small child. Also, like, legitimately, what do you, what if you have to go to the bathroom? Like, where do you go? This is a constant fear of mine. Yeah. Off the I don't, side? I don't feel good about yeah. this. Yeah. Who, yeah. Whose idea did we think it was? That That's the question I had. Is, it is was like, Annie's, isn't she said, she's the one who sings was it. That, was that, was that the, the version of the question, or do you mean, like, who invented the hot air balloon? Oh. No, that, that, I mean, I'm much less interested in <laughs> <laughs> the inventor. We don't want uh, to give the hot air balloon inventor. Uh, the Wright brothers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> listen, listen, blimps maybe, but not, not yeah. a hot air balloon. Uh, uh-huh. Hey, look, you know, I, I'm, I'm definitely team blimp. That would have been a much better the activity. The first untethered manned hot air balloon flight was performed by Jean-Francois Pilate de Rosier and mm. Francois wow. Lauren de Landres. I probably wildly got that wrong. We should be pinning the blame on them, I think, think for for, for this episode. I think that's right. I think that we've got that. Uh, According to the great Eric Divestein, the Montgolfier brothers. Is that right? Is that real? Or is that a joke? And I don't quite get. Um, Or maybe Eric just like knows a lot about hot air. I believe that Eric knows a lot. Pretty, pretty good. Um, Here's what we should do. Why don't we toss it to a commercial break? When we come back from the other side of the ad break, Let's just get into it. We'll go through the episodes. We'll do the scores. We'll see if anybody moves. Will anyone blink? Probably not. And that'll be great. Let's do it. Commercial break. We'll come back. We'll talk through the rest of the episodes. Stay tuned. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I tried to do like a cool thing where like, I was like, but like, there's no sound to it. <laughs> like I was like, but in like my head, it was really <laughs> super. Yeah. Cool. Listen, nothing <laughs> says cool. Like finger guns, you know, <laughs> yes. Edit the finger guns out of the official poster <laughs> recast main feed. Can't, podcast. Can't. I mean, this is just for the patrons. <laughs> 
All right, we're coming back. We're coming back. Here we go. Finger guns back in. All right, and we're back. Here we go. We are talking about intro to Belt Surrogacy, directed by Tristram Shapiro, written by Gene Hong, originally airs April 11th, 2013, which feels close to Earth Day. Uh, so, you know, we're... <laughs> 22nd april April 22nd we're staying on target as best as we can jess do you have the stomach to talk this through can we do it i'm gonna get mad though that's fine um we have the worst cold open in the show's history everyone is sitting (laughs) quietly and awkwardly staring at each other uh dean comes in with puppets for therapy jeff's has a whip does the dean come the dean comes in after the credits right after the credits i actually kind of liked the cold open yeah i kind of liked that the cold open was just not even a joke well i like that i think that the cold open inserts some danger into the proceedings like obviously everyone is upset everyone is mad at each other and you have no context no reason why and then we just slam into the main titles and the non Corey b version of the theme song and like you're like now left wondering like oh god what happened on a first viewing or a second viewing where you didn't really remember the the first time you watched the episode and i'm leaning in i'm like wait what is this why are we doing this like kind of like dangerous serious thing i liked it i didn't mind it I'm going to mm. take a sip of water right now and then let Jess uh, continue the podcast. I hate it. I hate it. Mm. Uh, there's a dumb puppet, Kevin. Pierce is missing because Chevy Chase got fired. Uh, Jeff is, Jeff's puppet is shirtless. There is a moment with Kevin here that is the first thing that Kevin has done in a while that I have enjoyed. The uh, don't believe what he says yes. or he's not what he seems or I thought that was funny and it would have been exponentially funnier if we didn't know the Chang reveal quite yet. Mm. Uh, if we don't know the Chang reveal quite yet, that's like an Easter egg of like his subliminal conscious is like at least like trying to come out would be a way to interpret that. Uh, I think the I think the puppet Kevin works for me. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> d- d- does it? <laughs> We're going to just keep groaning here. Uh, just groaning now. away. I'm so happy you're here, Ben. I'm so happy you're here. <laughs> Carry on. Um, Dean is dressed as Pinocchio. This also doesn't quite work for me because, okay, maybe this is a nitpick. It probably is. But Pinocchio is like wooden and these are felt puppets and it doesn't but- feel like the same thing. He is a mm. puppet, though. One is like a marionette, right? Like, is it Pinocchio a marionette? Yeah, mo- mostly, mostly wood. I, I would say he in, is, in strings. and he has no strings to hold him down either. Mm. I think famously, no strings but, attached. I mean, yeah. And maybe I'm generalizing, but I would have called Pinocchio a puppet, probably. Puppet adjacent. At, yeah, at puppet minimum. adjacent. I think probably yes, the technical term fair. is marionette. I think mm. that's right, but I think it's puppet adjacent. It's I, in, in like a similar family. I'm sure it's a bit reductive for for marionettes. I'm it's sure like kind of like like, uh, yeah. like what like uh, like a dog and a wolf. Like uh, I think like marionettes are the wolves. Mm. Dogs are puppets. Does that sound right? <laughs> like the puppets are more evolved. I resent <laughs> you referring to my dog as a puppet right now. It's horribly offensive. I didn't de- necessarily <laughs> call out Winston specifically, but I suppose I did generalize enough that Winston falls into the yeah. puppet category. Yeah. Also, it's like how a puppy did... puppies? Is that cute? Is that okay? No, no? that's worse. Uh, how did <laughs> how so did hard. the dean get all the frills to like on underneath his shirt in in the morning, and then it comes out and it's yes. like this collar with frills. Like how, how does how does that all transpire? Our master of disguise, Ben. Yeah, uh, because you have Must not completed your master of disguise certification. Mm. You are not privy to the information about how he got the frills to look so good. It's but tough in progress. You're, you're you're always allowed to go back to uh, that uh, that career path. <laughs> it's on uh, the table. 
Yeah, it's on the table. We're in flashback territory. Everyone's a puppet. Uh, my my like uh, the line that I like that Britta says is rubber flubbing is a real problem, mm-hmm. Jeff. And it's when you have too many of those rubber bracelets, like those Livestrong bracelets back in the day. Yeah. That, like, it, yeah, they they can cause problems, but it's like kind of like a smelly problem to not. I don't know that I want to get into. That that brought me back to like such a time and place. Like yeah. I feel like you know, like rubber bracelets had a moment, like yeah, in the in the mid twenty tens. Like I feel like you couldn't go anywhere without getting one. Yeah, um, you don't want too many of them though. Mm, like I think no. two max, right? Like you can't go over two. Absolute maximum. You're at a time. Mm. No it's more. Yeah. yeah. Unless you really like it, I guess you know. But it's not for me. I could do like two. Do you have them on the same wrist or like one? I think two? you gotta go same wrist. Yeah, you can't go. You can't go like. I two. don't do anything on my right wrist because I do like office work and I need. Sure. I, if I if it's like the it's the bumping with the mouse, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah, collisions. Yeah, avoid them. Um. Yeah, so that's... Troy and Abed are playing study group bingo. They're all boring. They all can predict what each other is gonna say, and so they mm-hmm. decide they need an adventure. And Q... where? Where should we go? Oh. We could be anywhere, bro. I don't remember what it is. That's not the words, but it's okay. It's, it's close it's, enough. It's better. Not the same. <laughs> we could go to church camp. I wanna go to Vegas. We could ride a hot air balloon. Yes, that's the answer. We go on the balloon episode and upset Jess. We it's so bad. I like the tune. I, do I like don't understand tune. why they got Sarah Bareilles for this episode, and they make her sing talk. Why are we doing this to her? What did she do to you? She seemed to be fine. Has she spoken out on the record about this episode? I'm, I'm going to look it up right now. Because if yeah. I was her, I'd be like, why would you do that to me? She's an icon. There's yeah. the inside joke of like, the do you, do you, did we, we got to the episode, right? Where like people are like staring at each other and the, the music plays. And it was like an in-joke between Dan Harmon and a big fan. That's a Sarah Bareilles right. song. That's mm. Right. That's right. Uh, well, that's and, probably why she's there. And it's another yeah. attempt by the people who are currently running a community. It's, an, it's another extension of an olive branch. Gravity. That's the name of the song mm, yeah this is her at like the height of her powers probably, probably true, right yeah, yeah. yeah. is Apparently waitress happening right Street. now there's like mm. waitress happening at this moment in history i don't blind, know blind spot for me i have no but, idea waitress uh, but, she, but she's yeah, charting she's, she's yeah. great um yeah. but waitress yeah no she musical. was also on sesame street so she really likes puppets i guess she's on her way towards the waitress musical i think at this point unless community season four was 2015 which it doesn't appear to be no she's on her way she's building up she's not quite at go. the height of her powers this the height of her powers are like two years away but she is on the climb like she's in a, a, a hot air balloon of her own oh in january she opened up about her mental health struggles we she's love great that. Yeah, we, stand. we stand yeah i did okay oh i just feel bad for her now time. that she's on this why episode. and you didn't ask her about this I didn't know about this yet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I didn't know. Pierce untethers the balloon and they start going up again. Question as to how, because none of them pulled the little lever thingy that puts the hot air up into the balloon. I I think Troy does. I think there's like a little, I mean, yeah, Yeah, I believe he does. Either way, they're all to blame. Uh-huh. And then uh, Kevin is sad that they are leaving, and uh, even puppet Kevin has a puppet Kevin, which I thought was kind of funny. I liked that. Yeah. Runaway balloon, big storm. Uh, Troy says, "I can't even see the landing strip or any of the other nudie bars." Mm-hmm. And he, hey, where's where is Professor Duncan? That been? part was bad. For the Professor Duncan part, I didn't like. It was mm-hmm. like, why are yeah. we bringing him up right now for no reason? That felt like, unle- oh wait a minute, interesting. I'm having a moment. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay? 
this episode, to some degree, is playing Community Bingo. This episode has mm. things in it that it's just trying to check off the boxes as you're keeping score at home. A random Professor Duncan sighting, even if he's just being vocalized out loud, that's a check off the box if They're he's on pandering. your bingo card. They are. They it's are. terrible. Check that box off as well, that they're pandering as well. They've got concept episode, check. They're pandering, check. Random name drop, check. Celebrity name drop and appearance, check. Well, uh, you'll we- notice that most of just season four is just them being like, hey, what celebrity can we get on this week so that we can pretend the like the show isn't as bad as it is? The whole season is community yeah. bingo, Ben. They're yeah, just playing I, games. I, I think season four is like if somebody tried to write the rest of community from memory, but yeah. like didn't didn't yes. quite remember Whoa, how it works. Or one of those AI bots. Chat did it. Ooh, I love ChatGPT. Guillermo Peltoro. Yeah, that's happening. <laughs> that's what's happening. It's, it's currently happening. Except GPT would do this better uh, for sure. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah, they call. It, I mean, like, look, the season's a ghastly gear. That's what everyone says. I think it's more like a. I, I love calling it a fever dream. Um, yeah. and it feels like this whole episode, and like, I mean, realistically, it's like we really were fed is. poisonous <laughs> berries and we're hallucinating. Better. Yeah, there's a lot of like meta commentary. I think that you could gather from from the episode as a whole. Um, you know, when, when, when they're in the beginning, when they're talking about you know being stuck in a rut. I mean, yes. if that's not a cry for help, I don't know what else is. They're in you know, trouble. yeah, they're in it's trouble. consistent. And they're just trying to let us know, and instead, here we are just <laughs> like dragging Kevin. them to hell. When in reality, they were suffering too. <laughs> Everyone's yeah, suffering. We're all suffering. Let's just have some empathy for each other here. Mm. Uh, they land in a forest. There's the lost reference. Troy doesn't understand Blue Man Group for whatever I reason. I didn't catch the Blue Man Group part. Was he there? Just, they were. He says, oh, I've never seen Blue Man Group. And then later on, he says, I did see them. I just didn't get it. They have so Uh, much in common. Why don't uh, they get along? Yeah. Okay. It's not a funny joke. Okay. Okay. This is where we're going to talk about Lost. Maybe this is just a total pander. uh, Speaking of pandering to to Josh. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. like this episode could have been a really good Lost parody if you drop the puppets. Like if you stick to like the underlying story about secrets and getting lost in the woods and being in a rut. If you were to just go full in on Lost here and go and like, you know, tap into Abed, like, you know, in the way that he just desperately wants to talk about Lost at all points in time, it actually would have worked. But the puppets is the part like like they're so disjointed, like these two concepts. And it is why I think it just doesn't work whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, I I do think that the the puppets starts uh, the puppets really start to lose me uh, at the third song. I don't mind like they're now in the woods and they're like eating the poison berries, and uh, when the song like takes its like mutated nightmare version, like I do find that to be like somewhat amusing. Um, but I think that you're you're right that like if we're doing like a stranded in the wilderness episode, that's probably enough on its own to sustain an episode of Community. But also maybe like, I don't know, can they not do the location work? This is all clearly a set, right? Like this isn't mm-hmm. real. Of course. Yeah. This is absolutely a set. I mean, yeah. I mean, the entire show's it. on a set. I don't, yeah. I don't think they're ever doing anything on location. Ever. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, he po- he drugs them with berries. Um, Garrett. <sighs> Baby Garrett. Amazing Garrett. Tries to save us all from the puppet nightmare. He tries. He's like, there's a fire in the cafeteria. Someone help. On the, on the meta, I appreciate that. On the meta of like, we know we're on fire. We know this isn't working. And here's Garrett. He's trying to tell us. 
and no one's listening because there's nothing anyone can do. This this vehicle has to keep moving. They mm-hmm. have to keep going. They're in the hot air balloon. They're stuck. They can't get out. They're gravitating closer and closer to the thunderstorm. And the only thing that could stop this thing is a natural disaster. Not even Garrett with all of his goodwill can save us. I think that's all right. Oh, this is what makes me so mad about this episode is the natural disaster. This is where they lose me is like they've you've already shown that everybody is fine in the study room. No harm, no foul. They're just mad at each other. Yeah. And then you go you go down and you waste like two or three minutes here like in in a storm like it does nothing it's like you know it, it, that that's what that's where this episode really goes off the rails for me i don't know yeah. i don't know just how you feel but uh, it's already off the rails it's it started okay. off other, the than, rails. other than hating all of it yeah, yeah i hated all of it uh yeah. but this is where it is egregiously bad and i will never forgive it is when we get the secret reveals right shirley's uh, secret is that she thought she saw andre with another woman at the store she accidentally left her kids in the store overnight and then it wasn't even Andre. So it turns out nobody even heard her secret because they were all drugged out on berries. So in solidarity, they all admit these secrets they have. Uh, the reason I gave Annie a 0.5 in her meow meow beans is because of the line that did make me laugh. The one singular line I laughed at was, did everyone hear the secret of how I trail off from time to time? Mm-hmm. Something about that. It got me. It's great. Is that uh, delivered by Allison Bree who plays Annie and you're could be. Annie. That's it could be yeah. uh jeff's secret he met a woman she had a kid he bailed on them worries he's like his dad uh then the jeff this- one is bad i don't like mm-hmm. the jeff it's the very jeff bad one is bad uh Brittos and annie's are my least favorite uh-huh. it's not close yeah that's not good britta only voted on the voice is bad they're uh, ruining Britta. They're ruining it, it, her. It also just doesn't make it just doesn't make any sense. No. Um, yeah. and, Annie's like, it, really doesn't make sense either, especially because Annie's she's struggling in class. She allowed Cornwallis to touch her feet to get an answer on a test. We have to see Cornwallis next episode. Yeah. Why are we doing this? Yeah. Because the cafeteria is on fire, Ben. Everything's ablaze, and yeah. even this stuff is a, an inferno. This is it, a, this <laughs> is an absolute like wildfire that's out of control. Yeah. Um Troy's Troy's secret is so much worse. <laughs> Fifty five really acres bad. of yeah. land yeah. in Denver. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. like, what was he? He was like doing one of those like magnifying glass on ants things. Yeah. Yeah. Burning a forest fire. Yeah. yeah. The logistics of how he started a fire that huge. I I almost respect it that, that he was able to <laughs> Off an anthill? Because of like how hard it is? Yeah, like off an yeah. anthill? Yeah. Uh-huh. Power of the sun. Yeah. yeah. It's Clearly. absolutely wild. And so all these are, are so terrible. And, and of course, Pierce's is like the least offensive. It's the, well, which is unusual for Pierce. Um, he never he slept didn't with have Eartha sex. Kit. He never slept with Eartha Kit. They, I had forgotten that we just humped. We just dry humped in the car or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I, I don't It just it, uh, cracks me up. And uh, the, the way that Chevy Chase sings this with like the falsetto is what destroyed Emily today. So I have like another reason to be fond of this one final thing that I will allow for chevy chase but still no meow meow beans that's where i draw the line uh but yeah. the eartha kid thing for me i do think is funny talk about undermining a character i mean that's his that's his whole shtick that was his like whole he, thing. he can hang his hat on that and mm-hmm. then we lose yeah, that in nothing. a second you get yeah. the worst thing this episode did was, they took oh, it away they yeah. took it away from him the dream mm-hmm. yeah. 
So Dean tries to make everyone feel better by giving up a secret, but he's immediately interrupted because they all realize Abed never told a secret. And he says, I was just mimicking everyone's behavior because you were all acting so weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone feels better. Jeff, the Jeff puppet hits on Dean. It's super creepy. That's nightmare like fuel. The like the shirtless Jeff puppet. With that's the like eyebrow the and the couch. dumbbell. That's nightmare yeah. fuel. Also, that's it, terrifying. His eyebrow is literally like it's vertical and yeah. <laughs> by, by the end of the episode. Yeah, um, the thing that I didn't notice on I, I noticed on this watch is that the the puppets that they're i didn't realize that like full full on the puppets that they're using like in the scenes where like you know they're back in the study room versus the puppets um that they use in all the other scenes are wildly different like they, they, they could not look any any yeah. more different the handheld puppets like are doing them all so dirty none of them look like any of them the it's, brita it's, it's one bad. is particularly offensive um, the the one we talked about this on the original podcast too. The one that looks most accurate is the Chevy Chase one by mm-hmm. far. It's not yeah. close. Mm-hmm. The the most the offensive eyes. one is the, the eyes the have one. It. Yeah. yeah, the British one just They're is tiny. like that could be yeah, any blonde so woman. Uh, yeah. Then they do uh, daybreak at the at the end, which again uh, the pandering. No, I, I like it. I like it's a I good rendition it. of daybreak. It's terrible, and I hate it. I don't. I don't hate it. I don't think it's terrible. I, in fact, I'll go streets ahead. Yeah, I went behind. Mm. couldn't be more behind yeah i hate singing in tv i hate it mm-hmm. here there it's like the fifth fifth you know episode they've done with any amount of singing and it's terrible hate then as a as a huge music person mm. do you have like a mu- like a does the musical episode ever work for you like if on an episode on like a series where that's not like the format mm. where it's not like a glee or uh, what was the Hayden Panettiere Nashville show that ha- was it was Nashville it was Nashville. Nashville with with Connie Britton yeah yeah it was called Nashville mm-hmm. Legend Star Vehicle no um I, listen so the the tough part here is that I love music and I do not like musicals which I I think feels very antithetical but not necessarily that, yeah I feel like it's really hard for them not to be corny. Um, and I think that's really the challenge of like you got to be in for the camp of it yeah. all. Yeah, and I think yeah. that community's done fine singing. Up, I mean, the, the Christmas one is that that's in, is that season three or season two? Season um, three. Yep. Where, where, yeah, where they let Donald Glover rap. Yeah. Um, and honestly, Abed is like pretty great throughout that whole episode as well. Whereas you know they're trying to save Christmas. Yeah. Um, you know, like I, I think there are ways to ta- like it's a very talented cast. Like in the case of Community, like yeah. I mean, like there's plenty of people that you can tap into. Particularly, I mean, like I'm a you know I'm a Donald Glover guy, so. That's that's why I like that episode and, and yeah. any chance to hear him perform in any capacity is great. Um, but no, it, it, it's just really hard to get over that. Like the initial like shock value or, or corniness. I feel like yeah. it's, it's hard to, to, you know, it's insurmountable to a certain degree. We've got some defense of the, of the daybreak. Long time. First time says pander to me with daybreak anytime. And also says Annie and Troy are super talented with the singing and mm. beatboxing. I agree. I see you long time first time and I agree with you. That's my take and I'm sticking to it. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got more to discuss with the puppets of it all. We'll get to them again when we reevaluate whether or not anyone's going to blink on the meow meows and the scores. But let's tie ourselves up first with intro to knots. So this is episode 10 intro to knots and it's a christmas episode and unfortunately mm-hmm. it's not a diehard episode abed would have enjoyed that why 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 does he he has the tank why don't they use any of it they just talk about it 
We just talk about Die Hard. There's like diehards. one reference. Well, I guess I shouldn't say one because I don't know Die Hard that well. There's, I there's recognize one. I mean, there's, it's it's in here, but it's done about as well as they've been doing Abed all season long, which is to say not yeah. very good. Yeah, I will say Hans Gruber did. did. I got a little chuckle from that. Hans Gruber? I, I, I'm ashamed to admit that. Like a but. fish. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah, so it's it's Christmas time. It's the holiday season. Annie brings over home decor. I don't understand this. She's bringing green and purple pillows and a curtain. She he just happens to have these two hooks already up and ready for the curtain. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the what? the the behavior here of like no gifts and then everyone brings gifts. This I'm so is mad. This lots is of gifts. Horrible. It's egregious. This is mm. bad. No like, one should be doing this. A gift for everybody. Like you, you, you not even just no like a gift, singular gift. That yeah. means no gifts, because you know what? You're going to make the person that didn't bring gifts feel terrible. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so me. I didn't bring anything. Yeah. I feel bad now. Uh, Chang brings gifts. Abed wants to do Die Hard. Pierce isn't there. Again, he got fired. He's at sensitivity training. Uh, they all got a failing grade. On Wait a minute. Paper. Hold the phone. He's at sensitivity training because Chevy Chase is fired. Is that what's happening? Yeah. Uh, is he is he off the show at this point? Oh yeah, he got fired a few. Episodes no, I I under. But, so is he not going to show up again in season four? Um, you're just like can, yada can yada. That, that's huge news. I'm pretty sure he. If he, I don't think he does. Did I? He does. Did I just watch my he does? last does he show Chevy up one more time? Yeah, he shows up in the finale. The, the, the reason is, is they produce all these episodes out of order. Right. Um, and so. I, right, right, right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I, I can't remember which is the episode. It, it must be the, I mean, the finale they did before. The, the puppet episode was the last one they did. Right, because the puppets, he just has to do the voice. So that's fine because he doesn't have to be mm-hmm. around anybody. Um, but yeah, it's uh, almost done. Wow. Okay. Well. <laughs> Maybe this episode just got bumped up a smidge. <laughs> That's it? Cool. We feel great about that. Yeah. One, one or two more sightings? All right. Yep. And I was wondering why he wasn't here, and I should have remembered that. Yeah, he uh, yeah. had his big freak out, uh, yep. to put it lightly. Cool. Okay. Uh, so great. Good news. Jeff is upset because he needs this paper to graduate early. Aaron and so says, says to Chevy Chase, see ya. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Uh, Annie says she has the problem solved. She invited His the final note the is that he has to lose the Eartha Kit bit. That's like they keep that in as like a final grace note for Pierce. We love it. Love to see it. <laughs> By just ruining yeah. his, his hopes and dreams. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> good, good TV. Um, Abed says we should all just sit silently until the professor arrives, and then Jeff talks and the doorbell rings. Uh, yeah, Abed predicts the, the future once again. Um, and here comes Professor Cornwallis, played mm-hmm. by a uh, legendary actor, Malcolm McDowell. Uh, and he's about to have a pretty strange holiday. And so is everyone mm-hmm. else. I, I just think of him as, um, what does he put on Terrence on, on Entourage? I like, I just like can't. Oh, right. I, I, that's all like, he's uh, I can Sloan's see. He's dad, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he plays oh, kind of. Yeah. It's kind of like a similar character where they're like, yeah. they're like equally sleazy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. McDowell use. gets called in for these kinds of roles. Mm. Yeah. This what a great, happen. great reputation that must be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, is it, do you pay? I think that's probably the question that he sure. asks. If you do, I'm here. Mm. How yep. much? If it's the right answer, he shows up. Mm. Uh, he says, lovely place, very feminine. And uh-huh. Britta overhears that. And so she starts ranting to Troy about how he's probably sexist. Troy just immediately is like, 
Okay, bye. Bad, bad look for Troy. Troy's yeah. already looking for a way out. He frankly was in the hot air balloon. Doesn't he say, like, no one tell my grandma that uh, yeah. Brandon and I are dating? Yep. Mm-hmm. He's out. He's done. He's also ready to leave. Yep. Uh, so uh, Troy got Abed the tank top that John McClane wears. Mm-hmm. Um, Just a tattered and... tank top. Maybe, like, stain it red in certain parts. Do, do you think that, that Troy stained it, or do you think that it came that way? I expect that it came that way. I don't mm. know. Uh, he probably bloodied it with real blood because it's mm. Troy. Mm. It's also a possibility. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jeff is serving the professor a McAllen neat. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shirley and Annie give him some hors d'oeuvres, which mm-hmm. I did, do not know how to spell. Oh, there we That's go. That's all good. No one sees that part. Uh, you <laughs> oh, have to out yourself. made it worse. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to do that. Yeah, that was spell check anyway. Medium. Cut that, cut that. As they um... say, uh, yeah, you don't need that. You uh, and he's like, I, I don't like, I he, I don't like how he like takes one of the hors d'oeuvres, eats the thing off the toothpick, and then chucks the toothpick back on the plate. What's wrong with you? Where should the toothpick go? In the trash or hold it in your hand for a second. Don't chuck but it you in hold it in your hand. Still in mouth. Yeah. Accident waiting to happen. Someone's getting stabbed. <laughs> yeah, just chew on it look cool. You know, Someone's the, the Jeff, Jeff went your way. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> and this uh, this uh season of TV needs no further help getting skewered. Mm. No. And I really didn't like uh Jeff saying to Britta, get in there and jiggle something. Mm. Uh-huh. Didn't like yeah. that. No. So much good professor... dialogue. Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> and the professor has been calling her broken Barbie all semester. Yeah, broken Barbie. Mm. That's not nice. No, it's terrible. No, that was bad. Uh, Jeff didn't even write his section of the essay. I also don't understand this assignment where you have like six people contributing to one essay. It makes zero sense to me. It's terrible. I, I've, I've done one of these where it's like a joint. Like there's no good way to divide the work either because like it's it's always going to feel super disjointed unless somebody comes through and just like cleans it up at the end and like mm-hmm. makes it one voice. Like joint essays should be should be banned from, from, yeah. from institutions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so apparently solo assignment. Yeah. In his section, he wrote the uh, the lyrics to "War." What is it good for? And Britta goes, "Good God!" I thought that was kind of funny. That was alright. I, I think Britta had a couple of, of, Cute, of decent lines. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like earlier, she was like, you know, when when Troy bounces, she's like, "Hurry back soon!" And uh-huh. it was like that mm-hmm. cracked me up. I think, yeah. I, and then I wrote next to that that Abed and Troy belong together. And, yeah, and they really do. Yeah, yeah. they do. <laughs> um, Chang is trying to do magic uh, with the professor. But he's just saying, like, oh, what is this card? No, seriously, I don't know what cards are. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jeff gives him some bubble wrap, a.k.a. poppy poppy paper. Uh-huh. He goes, oh, okay, did you want to pop Pop poppy paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff finds out they actually got a C-. They invited Annie... him over so they could correct the grade. They got a C-. Mm-hmm. To Annie, that's a failure. That's a failing grade. Is a I C-. understand C-. her. Yeah. Sure. What, what was their plan? Track. Like, what, what was their plan? Was it just to, like, woo him and then suddenly, like, Fly are they going to bring Nate it up? McAllen yeah. and see what they can't work mm-hmm. out. I mean, yeah. according to the last episode, Annie was just going to, like, flaunt her feet in front of him. Yeah, and that this is going to be, grade. like, a little bit of, like, uh, McAllen neat or McAllen feet mm. is the question. <laughs> sorry, Jeff. <laughs> um, so sorry. And mm. We find out Annie's on the valedictorian track. Yeah. And Jeff is like, oh, I'm not I'm not um, like sucking up to that pompous ass. And he's the professor heard him say that. And now he says now they're failing. Yeah. He, he tells them to like unpucker from my pompous ass or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like pretty lewd. Yeah. 
Pretty loose. Uh, Troy says that he's the Scrooge McDuck of people. Uh-huh. Oh, we were just talking about Scrooge McDuck the other day. And actually, earlier today, my wife and I. I was just talking about Scrooge McDuck the other day, too. Ben, were you just talking about Scrooge McDuck? <laughs> no, he, he tends to come up this time of year. I, yeah. Uh, who, who's to say? Uh, well, I said that, time. like, he is the Scrooge I think of when I think of Scrooge. I picture Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Mount, Mount Rushmore of December. I mean, it's certainly, it's it's Mariah Carey, and then it's Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck. It's right yeah. there. Yes. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> tis the season. <laughs> uh, so Jeff says, you know what? I'll talk to the professor. We'll get our C minus back. And when they walk out, Chang has tied up the professor. And what does he? What does he say? He's like, would you like me to kill? Him would you like me to murder him too for you? <laughs> this is much better if he's if we don't know that he's Chang at this point for sure. Of course. Uh, if it's just blank slate, Kevin, and he's thinking like, well, I could kill him and solve the problem. I thought that would have been pretty funny, but uh, it's still kind of funny to me. Just the sight gag of Ken Jong standing there like ready to do it. And, you know, Chang well enough at this point that like maybe he'd do it. Um, I think that this is the episode to reveal that Kevin and Chang are one in the same. I think if it had happened well, here. Well, they could have just done that thing with yes. the phone call and then that yes. could have been it. Yes. I think if they had done yeah. that here and they hadn't done it previously. Now I'm like, now we're like deep enough into the season with three episodes after that point that like, okay, you can flip that card. It was just flipped way too early. So many of the other jokes yeah. that they've tried to make with Kevin have, have landed with uh, the, all of like the subtlety of an anvil. Uh, not great. Yeah. Mm. Plus, Ben, I feel like if they do it this episode, maybe people are like, oh, I should wa- rewatch those other episodes and see if I missed anything, like little tiny things that they could have been hinting at the whole time. Yeah. Uh, re- rewatching those episodes? I'm, uh... I'm just saying what maybe they could have thought. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, maybe someone it. would. Uh-huh. Kevin is like, it's, it's a whole, like, Changnesia is like a whole half measure the entire season yeah. that they do it. Like, yeah. they, they never fully yeah. commit to it. Yeah. You know, they kind of pick and choose their spots. And I mean, that's, that's going to be inevitability when you're writing a sitcom because so many different people are writing but it, it just ne- it never works this is like yeah. the reason why mm-hmm. um i think the but i think the most egregious offense of this whole episode and i didn't get into it earlier but and you really get a lot of close-up shots um of professor cornwallis is his sunglasses are terrible like they, they're what actively are, awful. Are, these? are these like yeah. a specific like prescription type or something what are and they're they? huge they're huge they're distracting it distracted me the entire episode it's all i can think yeah. about is, is how big and, and and gross these sunglasses are and i'm i'm a huge sunglass guy so yeah. it, was a, it was a particular offense do you have a favorite kind of sunglass? I I really love so me and my me and my and my friends all we like to buy like children's sunglasses that are oh. a little bit too small. Yeah, it's a really good party trick. I mean, this is this is for the people. Uh-huh. Um, really fun. Like when when you know you're out with people to get like really fun sunglasses and then yeah. kind of just like pass them around. So we get children's sunglasses and they're, they're they don't function well as sunglasses, but they're always a good time. You know, like and we we got one pair that are like cars, um, like the the Pixar <laughs> oh, film. Yeah. 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 They're a good like time. The movie? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, the, the, the trilogy. Yeah. The Pixar movie Cars is the worst Pixar movie. Wow. Well, you close. would say that. You don't mm. like car movies. Well, actually, I, should, I shouldn't like Cars, th- Cars 3, I think, is the worst one, but they're all bad. I haven't three, done a Cars. Maybe it's Cars three Fast, two. Three Furious. Yeah. I didn't okay. do them. I never saw it. They're I bad. never don't did, and I never will. Good. Uh, uh, like so, it. yeah. So, like year one of LASIK, I didn't buy enough silly glasses now that I can. Mm. I should have. It's a regret. 2023 well, New Year's resolution. Here we go. Yeah, there you go. More glasses. Mm. That's an easy yeah. one to do. Could be too. you. Yeah. Let's do one a month. Let's see if we can't mm. do that. Twelve silly glasses. That's what yeah. I need. Or it's at least be... twelve glasses. Twelve sunglasses. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. good to set goals at the beginning of the year. Yeah. You know? I I'll abandon it by February. Uh <laughs> all right, let's carry on here. Uh so he's tied up. 
the professor is like now the professor's like gonna like uh do like his like whole like uh hostage negotiation with everybody yeah he's right. gonna call the police but jeff says no we're gonna say you attacked one of us and so annie goes the extra measure of smashing a glass on the ground and like <laughs> you were coming after me or Britta, and then Shirley gets mad and she says, "Or oh, Shirley because she intimidates you sexually." Uh-huh. Uh huh. Abed, this is this was the diehard reference I got where he steps on yeah. the glass with his bare Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. got it. Yeah. Uh, and then the professor offers an A to whomever is the first to untie him, and he's like, "Someone will break." And so Abed says, "Don't monologue. I have to go make some popcorn," mm-hmm. and he monologues. And he starts talking about like e pluribus anum, mm-hmm. or excuse me, e pluribus unum, mm-hmm. which Troy is like, I think it's anus. He thinks it's anus. Which I was like, that's not even close. Professor I, I, Cornwallis, I Professor Cornwallis senses the chemistry between uh, Britta and Jeff, and Troy is an ingredient here as well. Yeah. There's a love triangle. Yep. Mm. Uh, we find out Shirley is also on the valedictorian track, mm-hmm. and he tries to manipulate Annie. It doesn't work. And then the professor reveals that Jeff is the one who caused them to fail so po- poor, or so horribly because he yeah. didn't even do his section. Classic. Shouldn't yep. he have? Shouldn't he have be like revealed that earlier? Right? Like that should have been his first move. Like, and right then away. it's like, yeah, it'd be like Jeff. Jeff tanked the paper. The first yes. one of you, whatever. Yeah. Like you know that that yeah. that could have been the, the probably move there for him. I think yeah. so. But, uh, he, you, know, you know, it's sort of like the whole supervillain thing, right? Like, that's what the whole point of the villain monologuing. This, you mm. need to, like, monologue long enough to get caught. Mm. Uh, otherwise, what's the point? So good. It's like an opening for the hero to come in. It's like it's kind of what you're letting them do. Uh, and while Dean comes in and now the Dean logs uh, because he still lives next door yeah. and he hasn't been invited. He's not and even he, in cute, fun pajamas also. And he, and he says he's really fun at a holiday party and what the heck. Uh, and when they look back, Professor Cornwallis has been untied. Yeah, and they're all trying to figure out who did it. Yeah. But Jeff says, you know what? Empires fall, but we're not an empire. We're a group of flawed people. And we're yeah. paying for a mistake made by one of us. And that one person will screw up, who, uh, will forgive whoever screws up next. And he's like, you know what? It's fine. We're all flawed and selfish, just like me. And so he grabs the professor to tie him up again. And yeah. everyone agrees to this. Yeah, and so he's tied up. And Chang now is going to start giving out gifts. Uh, and he has tied them all. And they come to realize that Chang had tied up the professor and clearly doesn't know how to tie a knot. So I guess it's Chang who should have taken intro to knots. Mm. Yeah. And then we find out the professor's like, I'm a sad person. My, My daughter's daughter doesn't in town. like me. She says I'm manipulative. I, thought, I could have gotten free any time, but I'm sad. And they say, "Oh." And, and so it says, "Oh." He apologizes for manipulating them by manipulating them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah awesome. And then Sweet. he gives them so a C plus. This is worthy of a dean's list point. I got to tell you, especially for lack of options. <laughs> um, they're gonna get an F. Shirley says we all should get the same grade. Either everybody gets an A or everybody gets an F, which kind of speaks to how the Meow Meow Beans are shaking out this week on mm. community building, right? <laughs> it's pass or fail. All so, the way or all the way out. Yeah. Are you and, in or are uh, you out? That's the question. Then we get a little bit of like a cute moment with the gifts, even though, again, it's like not even very funny. Shirley sure. gets a brownie Bible. Britta mm. gets a catastrophe calendar of like cats who have accidents. Jeff gets a Greendale shirt. Uh, Troy, for whatever reason, has like a pickaxe and a helmet with a headlamp. Why? Yeah. I don't know. 
He's prospecting. Do you, think, do you think he asked for it? Do you think yeah, he asked maybe. someone for it? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Annie has a blood spatter analysis book, and uh, Jeff has says the, his gift to them is that they can lord it over him that he didn't buy anybody gifts. And Annie says the gift is an obligation, Jeff. It's the obligation that's a gift. Mm-hmm. It's not true. Deep. Uh, then we get the ending of the episode before the end tag is Chang on the phone. Uh, and unfortunately, he's going to have to try something else because they didn't get expelled. This would have been the moment. This would have been the moment as we covered, I think, mm. um, if they're going to go there at all. Um, end tag has me ahead when it's all kittens. And then we go to the darkest timeline and then it's behind. Did too much. Yeah. I, don't don't need to see anything else from there. Yeah. I mean, you know, Again, they're like- play the hits. Yeah, they're, they're like, oh, up. we're going to get the Jeff and Annie stands because we're going to have them make it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I did think it was funny when he's like, no, I wish you were younger. <laughs> it was like kind of funny. So it was gross. Just like, oh, God. I will say it's I so loved dark. Annie's hair in the scene. I mm-hmm. thought it was really nice. Yeah. Looking, but yeah. um, should I make a should I ask a question or make a prediction? I don't. Yeah, go don't... ahead. Make a prediction. So the darkest timeline has hired Chang to ruin this. Is he a Chang from the darkest timeline or at least has some way of being in touch hmm. with the darkest timeline okay that's what's happening right interesting okay okay mm. all right okay that's yes. my theory that's what i'm thinking i don't know mm-hmm. um we've got some feedback for both of these episodes we'll start with puppets aaron says sorry jess i don't hate it the <laughs> balloon song is an absolute bop jason alexander's song unfortunately is trash but i don't hate this episode maybe i'm just a sucker for musical theater aaron i'm with you Eric says, although I think this episode is better than its reputation and not among the very worst episodes of season four, it clearly has many faults. Uh, For starters, I think the puppet premise is fine, but it becoming a musical for no discernible reason makes the concept feel forced. So that's in addition to the lost piece. Uh, So it's like it's like doing three things at once. Mm -hmm. Uh, The cold open doesn't have a joke. I like that, which is a first for community. I won't go on because you're undoubtedly getting plenty of negative feedback. So instead, I'll highlight a few of the things I like. Here says Eric. Uh, He likes uh, puppet Kevinception. He likes Sarah Bareilles cast as the balloon guide. It's a nice subtle callback to her music being used in the Jeff Annie montage from the clip show episode. And Troy has several funny lines, says Eric. So those are Eric's uh, defenses of the balloon episode. Mm-hmm. Long time, first time out on the Christmas episode. Uh, I don't love it. Albert is trying too hard. He doesn't even do a die hard. He just pretends he's at the movies dressed like John McClane. It gets real uncomfortable with Ben's no means yes Chang and Malcolm trouble with co-eds back at Oxford McDowell. For me, the best thing about this episode is Jeff and Annie, which does not even compute. Uh, And then Jank will close us out also about the Christmas episode. Pretty bad episode, but I'll give it a modicum of credit for being an interesting attempt to iterate on the bottle episode concept and not just outright copy it. We do get some character exploration as well, but mostly laughless. But Cornwallis calling Benedict Arnold a hero is a good joke. Uh, the plot is halfway decent after a rough start. The episode really highlights how superfluous the history class is to this season. They could have gotten creative with how to keep the study group together with no real common class, but instead we get the laziest effort possible and the class itself only shows up in two episodes. So pretty down on the Christmas episode mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. The time has come for meow, meow beans and such. And we begin with, puppets and the stakes are what they are we've already established everything coming into this right i gave fives to everybody except pierce who gets no more points from me 
Uh, ben, you gave zeros to everybody except for Pierce. Who you gave negative ten meow meow beans. I will allow it for Pierce. Of course. Jess, yeah. Do you agree? I, I allowed it. I wrote it in the document. Yeah. Yeah. I, I figured I could get away with that. Um, it's I, you know, Pierce, a of course you can. From the guest coming into community building, but we appreciate it, especially mm -hmm. towards Pierce. It works. Jess, a point five for Annie, and zeros all the way across the board. Otherwise, is anybody moving? Anyone? No, I, I stand by mine numbers. Natalie, right. can I have your jacket? <laughs> I, I feel like Natalie. Jess is going to kick me off the podcast if I, if I, if I, if I move. Uh, Natalie? No. no. Uh, garbage. All right. We're mm -hmm. keeping it. Uh, you either all get the same grade or you all fail. Mm. Uh, Dean's list. I went to Jason Alexander. I thought the toupee was fun. He drugged them all. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. He sure did. Uh, uh, I gave mine to Garrett because he tried to end this all and save us from the puppets. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it didn't work, but he tried. Ben, mm. you did the same. Yeah, I also went Garrett, but I wasn't. I wasn't thrilled about it. Um, sure. I, I I went back and forth between him and Jason Alexander, but it was just, just strictly because he would have been there, not because of anything that actually happened. So, moment Garrett. of truth. Moment of truth time. The cool, cool, cool coolant system. It's brimming. It's hot. It's ready to be activated. The stakes are a zero from Jess, a zero from Ben, four calls from me, which I'm willing to move if there's any room to negotiate. I don't negotiate Anyone, with terrorists. Any takers. <laughs> Is, 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 this a, is this like a Jeff negotiation where he's already set the terms ahead of Listen, time? Where he's like, it's really always care. been this way. <laughs> I don't really care. I feel like I've articulated why I would give it a four. I don't think that is worth a four, but my score is What do you honestly think it's worth? Like, if I you think, had to I, give it I think score. if I were to give it an honest score, I would give it like a two. I would give it like a two. That's I, very high. Still. I know it's high for you. I know it's high for you. But if you I were just, willing to come up just a little No, bit. I think the thing is, is if I was apathetic about this episode, yeah. like the, the Doctor Who episode, then that's different. But I, I, I actively I think it. this episode is a disservice to the, the, the characters and the people playing them. Yeah. Okay. And the thing is, is like every single thing that popped up in the episode has been done better in community in a different episode. Yeah. Um, like the bottle concept has been done as was noted in the feedback, like, like, you know, multiple times in, in, in a better way. I mean, in any concept episode that they've put forward was, I think you could probably say is much stronger. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not coming this off. This is my, really, my this is also just really like, uh, when you're watching community in real time, I know like Riley sent in his, his usual essay about like, this was like the dam that broke mm. where we were all just kind of trying to like season four. We were really trying. Mm -hmm. And then this episode showed up and we were just like, that's it. I'm done. I've had yeah. enough. It's not a good episode. It's definitely not. And yeah. I, uh, I definitely don't love it. Uh, I think that there's some things in it that are pretty funny. I think it's like a, 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 a really compelling artifact uh, of season four. I think it represents a lot of what this season is clearly missing. I, I feel like in talking it through and like picking it apart, like I do feel like the cry for help on the behalf of the people who are making the show right now. I find that fascinating from the meta standpoint. Um, I, willing to move but if neither of you are willing to move then i'll rise with the balloon and this shall be a ceremonial four that is actually a two mm -hmm. but the four is what shall stand we're doing it i'm pulling the lever i'm going up to the clouds four <laughs> cools for puppets jess right into yep. the storm yep yep uh well just history you know History's on our side here. Mm. Uh, audience. Totally fair. Totally the court fair. of public opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I represented different people, as I said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the audience gave this a 1.48. That's much brings... more reasonable. 
the average down to a 1.37. Okay, 1.37 for puppets. Now let's do Meow Meows and Such for episode 10. Jess, you will notice that I have uh, adjusted my score uh, ever ever so slightly, so you may want to do some maths right now. Um, So I I was feeling pretty drained from uh, knowing coming into this podcast that the Meow Meows and the Cools would be really contentious on the puppets side of here. So I felt like kind of lazy uh, when it came to episode 10's scores. I was originally going to, because I wanted to follow like the grading rubric of the episode. It's all about a war for the score. And ultimately they get a C plus, I believe is what they got. Mm -hmm. And and the minimal score uh, with a single decimal point. So as not to completely infuriate Jess uh, I believe was a would have been a three point one if it was a C plus. I was actually I was gonna do it, and I was like, God, that's so high. I was wondering where you got that number from when I saw yeah, everyone had 3.1. Se- I believe that's a seventy seven. Uh, I was thinking it was like you were trying to do like a pie three point one four no, joke, but then it also didn't really make no. sense. Oh, so I went. I was originally gonna do three point one, and then I was like talking through the episode. I think this episode. I, I mean, I was I I would rewatch the puppets episode before I watched this. I don't think that the puppets episode is better than this necessarily, but I thought that this was boring and like really really sleepy. Uh, so initially, I think that they were like advocating for like please just give us a C minus. So that's what I ended up shifting it down to, and it turns out that the C minus a seventy uh, would be two point eight, uh, which sense. also feels kind of high. Uh, but I gave two point eight to everything that I could score with numbers, except for Pierce, who isn't in the episode, so he baggles out. But all the Meow Meow Beans are 2.8s for all of the characters, and that's also going to be my uh, score for the episode. Um, ben, you put more thought to this, probably. What did you do? Yeah, I, I really wanted to just put like kind of like a blanket meh score, but that's not really reflecting exactly what all the characters brought. I mean, like famously, I came on here a while back and was like, you got to give people credit for... Yeah, what was your like uh, pound for pound thing? Yeah, yeah, it's like it's what like. What was it? So, it, like, I, I drafted it off like a, a basketball statistic, like a PR, which is player efficiency rating. That's it. Um, yeah, that was and cool. And it's yeah, essentially like maybe like, want to know more about that. Yeah, essentially, and like, there's a lot of a lot of other sports have like you know like WAR is the one in baseball, um, like wins above replacement. Um, what, what is it good for? Um, basically it just shows how much value a player brings to, to a, to a particular, you know, how many wins do they add Mm -hmm. effectively? Um, it's all these advanced analytics that honestly sometimes are a bit much, but I, I, I tried to like, you know, at least tier everybody into, into different, you know, numerically at least what what they represent. So, um, I kind of had Jeff and Britta. And surely all to two. I mean, nothing. I don't think any of them had like crazy good performances here, but I think they all, you know, they did their job here. Um, I think I love Abed and Troy, and I will never disparage them. So I gave them threes. Um, Pierce baggled them out, and then I mm-hmm. gave Annie a four um, as a bit of a pander to Jess. But honestly, she, <laughs> she's so good. Uh, she's so good in this episode. I think um, I do this- like the slam the glass into the ground moment. Actually, I feel like that is probably better than what I maybe I'll yeah. bump her up a little bit. I do love that moment. Yeah. The later silly. we get into the show, I think the more that she drives the action. And I think, you know, like if season three is all about Troy, then I think the later seasons are a little bit more about Annie. In, I thought that the, um, the, the darkest timeline ending was like totally whatever. But one thing you liked the hair, Jess, but the thing that I, I thought was hair. hilarious, 
hilarious was the Hannibal Lecter mask. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. great. Like a muzzled Allison Brie was just very funny uh, and yeah. like kind of shocking. And like she conveyed conveyed a lot with her eyes. They were wild, like a cereal. She color. does have those like Disney eyes. Yeah, that but can like get she a wielded bit them yeah. dangerously. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very much Pixar for yeah. for for going full circle yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think and I, who do I have left? I, I have Chang and the, and the Dean. I, I but you know Chang is a one just because I I don't love any of the Kevin stuff generally. Yep. Um, it's pretty weak for me and the Dean one and a half. I mean, he's just really not in the episode uh, very much. Uh, so that that's that's where I land. And he doesn't there. really serve anything up. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Maybe Jess, a joke. What did you do? Just what, what happened? With I'm your very mind? similar to, to Ben's uh, meow meows here. I gave uh, starting at the low end. Pierce gets a zero. Obviously, Chain gets a one. And I only gave him any points because I really love bubble wrap when I was a kid. And so I feel that you know, the puppy puppy paper. Sure. Um, Dean gets a one and a half. Um, it, again, he's like, he's there. He's whatever. Uh, Shirley, Abed and Britta all get twos. I just, it, they, it's real, so sad, but they're doing Abed. He doesn't even feel like Abed to me. He's, he's just yeah, like a very like, unfortunate. like a, they took like an ounce of Abed and put, they diluted it with water. You know, it's not good. Um, Troy, I gave a two Wait and a, a minute. half to. Oh no. What? Is it what I think it is? Is what, 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 what? With Abed? Are they, are is this the darkest timeline Abed has infiltrated the group? I thought you said that Chang was the darkest timeline. I did Chang. say, I said that he's in touch with the darkest timeline. Oh. Mm. Is Abed here from the darkest timeline and he's taken Abed and put him in the darkest timeline? Is it something like that? We'll see. I hope not. Yeah, surely Abed and Britta really don't do anything for me this episode. Troy, I gave a two and a half to. I feel like he said something that made me laugh at some point. Uh, I don't think it was the anus joke, but maybe it was. Who knows? I'm pretty juvenile like that. Yep. I Jeff laugh. gets a two and a half. Um, I, I liked I, I it was like a half a winger speech at the end that I thought was decent enough to at least get him average. And then Annie, I just bumped up to a three simply because I love her just smashing glasses on the ground. It's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, so we do have some character rankings movement only a little bit. Still close. That, yeah, it's very close. Annie is number one now. She's above Britta again. for Annie, uh, 83.3 for Britta trying to defend her title if she can. Uh, Troy is relatively close, 80.8, Meow Meow Beans. Shirley and Jeff are really close, 78.8 and 78.3 respectively. Abed's a little further up than than he had been. Uh, He's still in the mix as well. Uh, and then a pretty big gulf uh, to the Dean, uh, who has 66.8 Meow Meows. Uh, and Chang has 34.8. And because we have just been uh, taking out chunks of Pierce uh, with the negative 10 this week, uh, he's now at five and a half Meow Meow Beans, which feels fair. Yeah, I'm not mad. I love so fun. So yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. Let him let him die. I know that's coming and I still don't know how. And I'm looking forward to finding out. Mm. Um, Dean's list. Jesse gave it to kittens. I did. I don't like Professor Cornwallis. He's a jerk. He feels sexist. And I don't know what he did with his co-eds, but I don't like it. You know it. what? I'm giving it to kittens as well. Uh, <laughs> can I can I change mine as well? Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to kittens too? Have to. Have All right. to. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's three for kittens, and again for they a were meta very reason. cute, right? Yeah, because now the tension is that uh, uh, kittens have a chance of being a Dean's List winner. If another kitten shows up, I'm giving it my meow meow bean, <laughs> and then we'll get a little muse in our uh, season five version of the community building theme song. 
It's hilarious. We'll see. see tough, uh, tough couple of Dean's List episodes. I feel like not really not bad, very many right? options, yeah. which yeah. may may lend to why these episodes these episodes suffer a bit. I think sometimes no, like not great. Not Leonard yeah. could have just showed up and we would have been like, "Yay, Leonard!" Yeah, yeah, anything. Heard. I would have taken anything. Yeah, Garrett's <laughs> yeah. currently winning uh, once again the Dean's List. He's got six Dean's Legend. List points, so we'll potentially have an unchanged theme song. Yeah. Uh, we'll do we see. get it with more Garrett? Do we tell Corey more we'll Garrett? Amp up the Garrett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just do it again, but with more Garrett. I'm fine. Yeah. Garrett voice, maybe. I don't know. It could be him. Could be. Um, all right. Uh, we'll rate the episode. I already said mine. It's a C minus. It's a 2.8. Um, Jess, you went with a 1.6. Yeah, I gave it a 1.6. It's like it's so down the middle for me in terms of in terms of season four episodes. Like, I don't think this is a good episode by any means, but I think it's like a, it's bleh. It's fine. It's there. Yeah. It's, it's the Christmassy of it all probably even brings it up like a point two for me. Like if it wasn't Christmassy, it'd probably be even a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. Ben, I, d- I did a one point five. I completely yep. forgot about this episode. Like, and and sometimes you know when you when you revisit a lot of these sitcoms, you're not gonna remember everything. And some of them are like, oh, it's better than I remembered. This is yep. just like it's just like oh yeah, this is I don't remember this, and it's and it's not great. Yeah. Um, so which is unfortunate combo. Yeah, I think that this yep. is uh, categorized. This is another one of the episodes that I I won't remember. Uh, probably, maybe intro to not so like I'll connect it, but I don't know. There are just so many better Christmas episodes. Yeah, and this one really just feels sad when you think about the the other episodes we could have got. Does every year you know? have a Christmas episode? Is there one for five and six seasons? Five and six or no? It's a good question. I don't know why I, I don't. I think for six, I don't remember for five. Honestly, I mean yeah. they they go to a like a lower episode count. So okay. yeah. And, All right. Well, yeah. We'll see. Let me see. No, there spot. are only there are only four. Okay, uh, so this is it. This was it. He stopped doing them. Mm. Um, all right. Well, uh, audience was a two uh, for the Christmas episode, and so mm-hmm. all of that turns into a one point seven cools for intro to knots. Which means if the 10 episodes of season four we have seen, intro to Knots uh, is the sixth best episode of Community season four. Intro to Felt Surrogacy is not the lowest rated episode of Community season four. It is the ninth lowest rated episode of Community season four. If you out there strongly feel that this is an injustice, you can help correct it by sending in your scores. Uh, you can email us at community at postshowrecaps.com or communitybuilding at postshowrecaps.com. You can also send condolences to Jess that way because uh, she's pretty upset. It's so upsetting. It's so upsetting. This is such a terrible episode. It should not have a 1.37. Like advanced documentary filmmaking is also very bad. Don't get me wrong. It's mm-hmm. not a good episode. But this is this is an injustice. This what would have happened? Word. Should we play out the thought exercise, Ben? What would have happened if any of us were willing to move? Yeah. What? So if you if okay. So what does it take? Okay. Sorry, if you it's a, it's, if you can if you can get close to a one, let's call it a point seven. Okay. So if I give it a point mm. seven and Ben gives it a point seven, mm-hmm. and then and I then give, you it, give it a two. No, I'll go lower because I don't think that I would have been able to get you up there if I hadn't been like a one point five. One point five. So let's. It see. would have been a one point one. Which would have it slightly below advanced. And what did we mm. learn today? That mm. is nice to play with others. Uh, yeah. Except I'm still not coming up from a zero because mm-hmm. that's just not, it's not, it doesn't deserve it. Sure. Advanced documentary filmmaking is the lowest rated episode of Community Season 4. And for me, like that tracks, that feels right. That feels You were so upset absolutely. about the Kevin thing. That yeah. sucked. That was bad. That was stupid. Yeah. Um, 
but that's community building season four uh we're having a blast on the podcast at least uh so that's super fun and ben an utter delight to have you back on uh i i, I hope it was okay for you to be talking about mediocre to bad episodes of community sometimes it's almost better to talk about to talk about the bad yeah. you know it, it was great to be back uh great to to you know flex that podcasting we muscle. owe you a better episode uh, before this <laughs> thing is done i have one in mind but i'm not sure i'll get it okay yeah uh ben where can people find you what do you got going on give the plugs N- nothing crazy um you know just tweeting about all my misery about the red Sox. um mm-hmm. and you know is it bad for the red Sox? Right uh, now? It's, it's not going great tough yeah. off season but you know uh, and that's really about it um you know tweeting about some some various tv and movies watched bullet train last night um how was that unreal uh i'm a like nine and a half out of ten probably it's on the Netflix. Mm-hmm. Josh, if you want to, if you want to hop on and talk about it after you watch it, I gotta watch. I gotta watch it. I gotta watch the bullet. I, I, I get the sense that, that you're gonna like it. Um, I, I said it's like if WWE was a manga. It was like oh, kind that of does the, sound fun. Yeah, it, it's very fun. Uh, highly recommend to all, and I am dedicating my life to protecting it. But you can find me on Twitter at BeanTube24. Amazing, Jess. Where can people find you? What do you have going on? You are crossing a milestone in terms of your podcast career this week, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Today, the very day that we are recording this, uh, Sarah and I are finishing up Boy Meets World over on Channel 90 Shows Taught Me all seven seasons. Bravo. Wow. Bravo. Congratulations. Seriously. That's such an achievement to do one of these rewatches and actually finish them up. It's very easy to start. It's really hard to complete. Uh, and uh, really, uh, so much, uh, so much uh, respect and love to you and Sarah for for getting that done. Uh, yeah, how are you feeling for Clem? Are you excited? Yeah, are you so we sad? haven't I, we haven't recorded it yet. I think it'll be more real when we're actually done. But mm-hmm. the good news is that we're still recording together every week, so that that's that won't change. Sure, uh, it's just what we record about that changes. So. Um, I'm really excited to finish things off and kind of we're doing some superlatives. Some We're doing basically a series wrap up is our last podcast mm-hmm. uh, for Boy Meets World. So you could find that over on Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. We also have um, Home Alone 2 coverage of Home Alone 2 coming out uh, this weekend as well uh, with the, on- the one and the only Chappelle and the one and the only Tommy, Touchdown Tommy. Amazing. Tons Legends. of fun on that podcast. I'm really excited to release that one. It's That movie is wild. Home on two rocks. <laughs> it's insane. Great movie. <laughs> um, he electrocutes he, him. He turns him into a skeleton. He, he dies. He bounces mm. all over And then New he York. comes back to life. <laughs> <laughs> it is a, in terms Death of New York in the movies. End. Yeah. No, it's not. It's just the beginning. <laughs> no, he's not even dead. Yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, we're also covering Dawson's Creek. So check all of that out at Shit 90s Pod on Twitter and Instagram and Shit 90s Pod.com. Uh, and here on Post Show Recaps, I'm covering Mythic Quest Season 3. Speaking of Christmas episodes, had a really, really lovely Christmas episode for Mythic Quest. And the special they had, because uh, they do usually do like a special episode every season. Oh, Chef's Kiss. It was so great. good. It was so good. Favorite so episode good. of the season. It's it so great. good. Best. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. with you. Everyone check it out. It's so up. good. Um, and then, uh, and then of course, uh, how could I forget me and Marissa are covering the Natty Treasure television mm-hmm. show, National Treasure, Edge of History. Edge of History. Edge of History. How's it been? Um, through two episodes, it's a little, um, it's a little weird. It's a little, it's fine. Yeah. It's not great. I, I, it's fine. I haven't heard good. Yeah. Uh, 
No, it's it's getting there. I think um, it's an interesting question of like, can you national treasure? Can you natty treasure without Nicholas Cage? I think it's suffering a bit yes. without the because mm. I think all of the like campy, silly things are like okay with Nicholas Cage. But when you take out Nicholas Cage, it's kind of like, wait, what are we doing here? Well, there's an earnestness and a sincerity mm. to Nicholas Cage's yeah. approach that uh, you know the the campiness kind of contrasts against. Yeah. So. Uh, how how is it holding up without that? It sounds like it's a work in progress. It's all right. Yeah, it's fine. It's it's very um, it feels like if National Treasure was made for teenagers, kind of in okay. like a modern day. So it's not teenagers need shows as well. They yes. do. Disneyfied. Yeah. yeah, they do. Um, so that has been a lot of fun as well, of course, because I get to talk to Marissa and we have a ton of fun just chatting on the podcast. Mm, so, amazing. Um, go check out that. And I think that's everything I've been on recently. Besides the if you're if you're catching up on the 2022 in review here mm-hmm. on Post Show Recaps, I was on a few of those podcasts as well. So check oh, yes, out 2022 that. in review. We are almost through December, getting real close, and we've got tons mm-hmm. of podcasts in that podcast feed where we are reviving a lot of our podcasts from the year to do one final look back on the show in 2022 so if you want to subscribe to that postshowrecaps.com slash 2022 and review is the rss link and of course if you've got a moment to fill out the post show recaps audience survey that we are running at the end of the month we would love that too postshowrecaps.com slash survey 2022 that's postshowrecaps.com slash survey 2022 if you want to get more involved if you want to watch community building live listen to it early sign up be a patron patreon.com slash postshowrecaps tis the season if you uh, have it in you we certainly appreciate and we look forward to welcoming you into our community next week we finish season four we're chunking Woo! three episodes in it's a triple feature baby we have basic human anatomy heroic origins and advanced introduction to finality Her- heroic origins is the gi joe is that gonna be it no no Whoa, really? Very much not. You yeah. would think that's no. the G.I. Joe. Huh? You'd think, mm, but tis not. One of them's a G.I. Joe, right? One of them's the G.I. Joe. Oh, uh, well, you'll see. I well, I know. know there's a G.I. Joe. Okay, so mm. it seems like next week might be a G.I. Joe, or maybe not. We'll see where it goes. No guests, Jess. Just no, you we and do. Me. We do have guests. I just okay. didn't put them on the document because I didn't for whatever reason. Who do we got? Who's showing um, up? We have the Lonely Boys coming on, Matt Gagan. And Brendan, hosts of the Lonely Boys podcast, they cover Gossip Girl. They're going to come nice. on and chat with us about these three episodes. Incredible. Fun. Super fun. Looking forward to that. Having a blast closing this thing out. We need to wrap it up. We got to get through the end of season four. We're very, yeah. very close. And then we get to start fresh all over again in the new year so make sure you're subscribed you won't miss a thing we'll be back next week with more community building and hopefully less controversy surrounding the meow meow (laughs) beans until next time Corey b take us away crisis alert alert. do it each week let's get through the worst gas is starting to leak wiggler and jazz carrying on meet up to pass or fail greendale when the show Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch- 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 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus